Hello and welcome everyone to the Key to Licensing One Simple Idea, simplifying licensing for inventors, product developers, and idea people. If you are here looking to learn about how to get your product to market through the route of licensing, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and make sure to join the others who are on their licensing journey. Hello and welcome everyone to another InventRight podcast. I am your host again today, Sylvia Pomazak, InventRight advisor, raving fan, and alumni of the program as well. And today I am joined by Ryan Diaz, one of our InventRight coaches. So welcome, Ryan. I'm excited to have you on the show for today. Hey, Sylvia. Yeah, thanks. I'm uh, really excited to be here too. It's uh, it's great to have a little bit of a voice and, and get to talk about some of this. So it's a uh, Good little platform you're providing us, so thanks. Thank you. I know I absolutely love, I've been loving doing this with the coaches, and um, after all this is done, we should all have just a party together and all hang out together, because the more I talk to our coaches, because I didn't, I wasn't a student of each one of our coaches, right? So I was, when I came in on a student, I specifically worked with David, because he was the I think it was one of two coaches at the time. And then the more and more coaches we got, I'm just like, well, I want to work with everybody. (laughs) So (laughs) as I've been doing these podcasts and getting to know our coaches and just talking with everybody, I, I just, I just love our team. I mean, what can I say? Like, I love us. (laughs) So how big is, I mean, we're just growing like crazy, right? And everyone right. we met is just incredible. So yeah, I know, and I know sometimes some some of our coaches will will um, will go on to other things, and I'll have um, Karen. She was one of our coaches. I'm gonna have her on the show. She doesn't know that yet, but I will. And uh, <laughs> and so, but it's just such a great opportunity to get to know things from your end, like things from your perspective, and. Um, kind of see what's going on in on your neck of the neck of the woods and in your world of coaching our students. So, so give us a little bit of a of a background. You know, tell us about yourself: single, married, kids, social security. You know, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but uh, just just uh, uh, give us a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I am uh, I'm 33, live in Los Angeles, and I am married. And uh, I just got back from Las Vegas, actually, last night. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun lately. Um, Are you but, recently married? Because I thought you were single all this time. Oh, really? No. Um, we've been together for about eight years and been married coming up on two, almost. Okay. Well, congratulations. I feel like we should have all known this at InventRight and a major email should have been sent out and celebrated, but I will have to yell at Andrew and Stephen about that later. So let's continue on. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so let's see. So yeah, I just got back from Las Vegas. We had a great time there. It's always nice to kind of get away because we're working uh, quite a few hours because I, on top of coaching with InventRight, I've got a, another full-time job where I'm, I'm in law enforcement here in Los Angeles. Um, so between the two jobs, I stay incredibly busy and I work nighttimes and holidays and weekends. Uh, so when I got a little time to get away, uh, I'd like to take advantage. How long have you been? So are you a police officer? Yes. So how long have you been doing that? Uh, coming up on 12 years. Wow. So is that like your first, is that 
part of like your passion? Like, is that something that you've always wanted to do? Like you ask little kids, like, what do you want to do? Firefighter, police officer. Is that something that that was me? I I wanted to be a firefighter, uh, believe it or not. And my brother uh, was also in law enforcement and, and I saw the fun he was having and, and, uh, able to provide well for his family or whatnot. So I said, you know what, I'll give it a shot. And, uh, I did that just a few years out of high school. I was 20 and uh-huh. I haven't looked back. So it's, it's been great so far. That's awesome. So uh, what, how did you first learn about licensing? You know, first my, my kind of claim to fame is, is the wolf washer. If, if yes. you heard of that. And the, the interesting thing was kind of like everyone goes through is I didn't know where, where to go with this. What I did know was that I didn't have any money, right? Because I, I was just a very small child when I did this and when I, when I came up with it and when I really started to, uh, to research it and figure out how exactly I'm going to do this, um, I still had no money because I was fresh out of high school. Um, so I, I went online like everybody does and just started researching it and, and I see a lot of companies who you can give them money and they'll do things for you. And I see other companies where you submit your product and it's, it's a contest. And if you win it, you'll get a licensing agreement. And then I saw Steven's book, of course. And I swear, I think if you interviewed 99 out of a hundred of, of anyone associated with our program, they all started with that book. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's interesting. I was at Barnes and Noble and do they even have Barnes and Noble still? They do. Know. There's one in my neighborhood. So they there do. is still okay. Barnes and Noble. Let's, let's hope that it stays. <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. So, so I, I read the book and, and I'm saying, okay, well this, this sounds interesting. This guy, Stephen Key, never heard of him. I was like, okay. So this guy, Stephen says that I could do this myself. I can get these things called royalties. Uh, I could do this little patent thing for $65, which sounds insane to me. I've never heard of such a thing. Um, but don't believe everything you read. Right. So yeah. I went online and I Google Steve and I'm like, holy cow, this guy's given all this free advice. Uh, everyone seems to love him. all these videos and, and I can't find anything negative. So I said, no, I'll, I'll do the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really where it started for me uh, was joining the program based off reading the book. Now, when, how old were you when you joined the program? Because were you straight out of high school at that time? Like, or had you been trying to, had you been trying to do something with the wolf washer, like on your own and then eventually stumbled upon the book? Yeah. So, so I licensed it. Um, I licensed it in 2005 mm-hmm. and I had had a rough road with that. Um, mm-hmm. got a little bit taken advantage of kind of typical story you hear. Mm -hmm. Um, And I assume because you didn't know. Because I didn't know. Yeah. And and, and I don't mean taken advantage of by licensing. I mean, taken advantage of by another company. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't know. I was very, I was inexperienced, hundred percent green. Um, So I came, I came to invent right. I want to say in 2009. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it was, look, invent right's been around for a long time, but it's gotten very, very big. somewhat recently. And at the time, Stephen was my coach. Yeah. Um, so, so that was pretty interesting having him as, as your personal coach. Cause I, then, and much like people do now, it's like, Hey, this, this is Stephen Key. This guy's, he's the man, he's the God of inventing. Yeah. I call him the Godfather of licensing. <laughs> like, there you go. The Godfather of licensing. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, so Stephen was my coach and, uh, I don't remember what your question was, but there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so, 
um, you had you had started with us. I had asked if you had licensed it, you know, out of, or if you were starting to try and license it out of high school or when you had started with us. So that answered that answered the question. The perfect <laughs> that's perfectly fine. So yeah. you started with. Um, in Ventrite in 2009, uh, and you became a student, you started working with Stephen. And so what was that, what was that experience like being a student first? Well, you know, it, it, it's great because you just don't, the, there's so much to know. You know, I always tell people, I always tell my students, this is incredibly easy, but there's a lot, of, there's a lot to know, but it's incredibly easy. And you have to uh, you have to be motivated and you have to be willing to learn. Um, so it's just always nice to be able to shoot an email off and get a response or, or call him or, or someone from his staff at that time if you had any questions. Uh, because it's, you know, you're just going out there and you, if you don't know what you're going to, you're doing, you're going to get eaten up alive. Yes. And yep. You, you, I think it's like anything in life. I don't care what you're talking about. If, if, if you're going to learn to knit a blanket you better go to someone who's knit a blanket before right yeah. oh uh, yeah 100 percent, 100 percent agree and sometimes sometimes i'll use the analogy of learning how to play a musical instrument you know there are individuals out there that are self-learners and like to kind of put dip their foot or put their foot in the water and be like more self-taught so they'll go online watch youtube videos of how to play the guitar or whatever and, you know and they might learn that and then there's those that like to take lessons and like to work with somebody who plays the guitar and wants to meet with them every week and wants to, you know, like jam with them. Yeah. And I mean, I'm personally, and I'm not a self learner, a self taught type of person. I like human to human, like con connection, relationship. And I really, really, believe that individuals enter into your world or you it, it's not about just you alone and your ego or you're you know trying to do things by yourself in life i really truly believe that it's about people relationships mentors teachers everyone is there for a reason to guide you along the way and so yes you can dabble in a little bit people can read the book or you can try and learn how to play the guitar and do just you know get or musical instrument and get to a certain point with it but when you then start to work with somebody who can take a look at what you're doing or give you new insight or teach you a different way to play something it will open your eyes and your mind and your experience to some a whole new world and take you to a very different level. And that's how I kind of see things when, um, you know, individuals are both uh, and students are trying or individuals are trying to license out on their own. And then they come in to work with one of our coaches and our mentors that it takes the, it just takes the experience and what they learn to a whole different level. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and we've all, all of our coaches and everyone associated with us is we've all been there, right? We, you know, right. not the patter swaps on the back, but we've been there, done that. And we're giving back. Yes. Uh, we're being of service. And yeah. that's one of the biggest things we're about. So when did you decide to become a coach? How did that happen? You know, I had, 
it had gotten a lot of success uh, pretty quickly with, with the Wolf Washer and, and it went on to just be this viral mega. It was viral. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I, I, mean, I totally like, remember it, Ryan. It, it's like to this day, something I, I've, I, I don't even know in the DR industry if numbers like that have been hit from a, from a viewer uh, count. I think it, it, it might, it quite possibly is the biggest one ever um, from, from a viewership count. So anyways, I, I was doing very well. I was, I was doing a lot of kind of uh, publicity things, I guess, for lack of a better word. I, I was fortunate enough to go on TV and, and a, a whole bunch of fun things. I think uh, I had a knack for that and, and I'm really passionate about it, right? So, so I don't necessarily need to be here coaching people because of course I'm very, very busy with my other gig. And yeah. I think Stephen and Andrew just saw my, my passion for it and, uh, and that I kind of have, I've always had that never quit attitude, right? Mm -hmm. Never. That's just not me and anything I do. And I think uh, they saw that in me and uh, they gave me a call one day and said, Hey, what do you think about working for us? And I was like, Oh boy, that's going to be a lot of time commitment. And, and I told Steven, I said, Hey, I'll do it, but I'm only doing it with the goal of being, you know, one of your best coaches. So if you sign me up, I'm, I'm all in. And uh, he liked that answer. So uh, I'm coming up on two years now coaching with the program and, and it's just been great. That's awesome. So, yeah. Do you think that, um, do you think that anyone can do this, like follow the, the process? What are your, what's your thought on that? Do you think anyone can license an idea? Yeah, anybody can get started on this, okay? So I can teach and you can teach and any of our coaches can teach anybody how to do this. However, a big asterisk is who is going to be able to get punched and, and fall fall to the ground and get back up and keep uh, moving forward because there's so, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you've been told this by the other coaches you've interviewed is we're all getting the nose and the nose sting. They hurt. Yeah. Um, so it's only, I still hate the nose. I, honestly, Ryan, I, I yeah. still hate the nose. I'm not going to lie. Okay. No. It's rejection. It is rejection. <laughs> and, it's 100% uh, rejection. It's yeah. 100% rejection and they hurt. And, and you, you see it where, and, and I hear from my students, Oh, Ryan, I, um, this thing, this is going to be an easy pitch. I, I should have this license in a month or two and I go, well, hold on now because you're probably going to, you're almost certainly going to be told no. So you have to be the strong one who says, yeah, they told me no, no big deal. I've got 25 other people I'm going to pitch this to because if you get your feelings hurt and you start getting down on yourself, that is a recipe for disaster. So mm -hmm. if you can put in the time and the effort and, and have the understanding that your product isn't bad if somebody says no. You know, it has to be a perfect storm, right? People, people from marketing, manufacturing, distribution, legal, everybody at that company has got to be on board. Right. And, and, and so that, you know, everything's got to come, come together to get that yes. And you have to understand that. Um, and the people that do understand that, Sylvia, they're successful. And the people that don't want to understand that, they fall off. And, and we do everything we can to pull them back in and say, hey, 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 hold on, we talked about this month or two back. I told you this was going to happen. Come on back in. I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to guide you. Let's get this thing licensed. So yes, anybody can do this, but it really takes that determination and drive to be successful. I, I completely agree. 
I remember listening to your webinar when you, I think you had either just become a coach or you were, you had just licensed the Wolf Washer 360 or went viral. I can't remember when the exact point was. And I listened to your story and two words that were in that webinar, and we'll put the link to it in the um, show notes is persistence and perseverance. And I love those. I love those two because it, it had it hits it right on the head. The motives you have to be. There's a part of you that has to be self motivated. There you have to be open and willing to learn. I love that the never quit attitude because that is exactly it. Never freaking giving up. <laughs> you just don't. You just see it as. It's going to happen. I don't necessarily know when, might not necessarily know what company or what product it's going to be, but I'm going to follow the same process over and over again, and I'm going to do it until I make it. And I'm going to, like you said, getting, like getting beat up and getting back up again, you know, and when I licensed my two products and they didn't get to market and it didn't follow through, I remember thinking, thinking to myself, like, you know, oh, I'm so devastated. And I'm just like, what? Like, uh, this is not devastation here. Like, this is just part of the process. Let's get, you know, pick yourself up, you know, and then let's move on here because this, that, that kind of thinking and that kind of attitude is not going to fly. And so, and you just keep going, you just keep going and you keep at it and you say, nothing's going to stop me. Like you're just going to keep on, keep on putting in that time, put in that effort. Like, I love that you put in the time, you put in the effort. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a month. If you're saying that to yourself, you're, if you're not living in reality here. Right. So, right. Um, so yeah. yeah. I, so, so, so I've got, I've got a quote that I live by and anyone that knows me would laugh at this because they know how much I, I love, uh, I, I love this movie um, that I've been watching since I was a kid, but they say going in, uh, going in that one more round when you don't think you can, that's what makes all the difference in your life. And I've lived by that for forever. Um, and, and it's interesting. You mentioned how one of your products didn't make it to market. And even though you had the contract and I went through the same exact thing, I was at the ultimate high. I had licensed it to a, a big box retailer for their, their home brand, which almost never happens. Right. And, um, ultimately they did nothing. They sat on it for three years. And I mean, I was at the high <laughs> to the lowest of the low. Yeah. Um, and, and so I started pitching this thing over and over and over. And Stephen would say, Ryan, you, you know, you, you, you're going to get no's. And, and sure enough, I did. And here's what a no sounds like. Great product, not a right fit for me. Okay, right. fine. Then I heard it again. Great product, not a right fit for us. Okay. Yep. Great product, not a right for us. I hear it over and over and over. And after I heard that 20 some odd times, this is what I always think about. Had I quit right there? Well, I sure as hell wouldn't be talking to you, to you right now. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> But I made this one last connection, um, and I use LinkedIn a lot because I'm so busy. I don't have time to make phone calls. So I, I, I made this one last reach out on LinkedIn, and that's what, that's what did it. Because I said, well, let me send this one more message to this small company. Who knows if anything will come from it? Because I decided to do that, well, I'm selling in 
Walmart, Rite Aid, Long, CVS, Target, you know, and all over the world. Mm-hmm. I just think to myself all the time, my God, what if I would have said, well, I want to go, I don't know, get a haircut instead right, of right. jumping on LinkedIn or, that day. Whatever. Or, yeah, or you had, or let's say that you had said, you know what, this doesn't work for me. This just obviously doesn't work. What if right. you had said that? What, what if you had decided at that moment, like, I just, I just don't have the time for this. I just can't do this anymore. You know, this just doesn't, this this just doesn't work, you know? And then at that point I would have had to punch you in the face if I I was coaching you and been like, wake the, and I would have swore at you. um, Yeah. For those of you who know me, um, (laughs) you know, I would have been like, wake the F up, Ryan, because you know, this is welcome to, this is the, this is how it's going to go down, you know? And, uh, if you're going to be, you know, give it, given up now, then just, 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 just end it right now. Don't even yeah. talk to me anymore. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Cause my students ask me all the time, when, when Ryan, uh, when should I give up? And I go, you got the wrong coach. If you think you I'm going to be the guy that tells you coach. to give up. Yeah. Um, so right. Awesome. I love it. Well, what is, and so what would you say? Or give us, if you can, give us one key uh, suggestion or recommendation about licensing. What would it be and why? Oh boy. Well, I think we've just been talking about it for the I past we, I pretty much, I think we have. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but I think another one is really understand when we're calling a company, we're not saying it in these words, but we're essentially asking them, Hey, company ABC, I've got an idea. I want to spend next to nothing on it. I want you to do all the work, take all the financial responsibility. Uh, do you want to play ball? I mean, that's, that's essentially what we're asking. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself when you're pitching a product, is my product different enough? Does it have that benefit that's going to make the company want to do that for me? And if it does have that, if you can answer, yes, it does, it is different enough it does have a benefit, is your presentation, this is key for me, is your presentation solid enough to convince a company to invest in you? Because they're investing in you and they're investing in the product. And the reason I bring that up is we have so many options nowadays in 2018 that frankly weren't even there five years ago, whether it be you know Fiverr or Design Studio. Um, I had somebody recently, I made a video for one of my products. He did a voiceover. He sounded as good as the guy that the company paid tens of thousands of dollars for to do, you know, featured commercials and, yeah. and uh, these 3d renderings and, and the sell sheets. It's just, we can do things for next to nothing price wise now that couldn't have been done maybe five or 10 years ago. So don't pitch your product in, you know, a half-assed light to a company. Because there's no reason to. It's unacceptable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I think the days of saying I pitched something on a napkin, I hate that term because I, yeah. I you know, you shouldn't be. No. Make your presentation fair. nice. So there yeah. you go. There, yeah. I, I said it. I probably shouldn't have said that, but, but there you go. No, no. You just get say it all. There's no <laughs> no pulling back. Well, and another thing too is. With that being said, it doesn't also have to be PowerPoint presentations. Some people go the other extreme, right? From a napkin to I'm going to send you a 50-page brochure and my, you know, patent or my PPA. I'm going to put it in a box or I'm going to ship it to you or I'm going to email you and 
I tell individuals, I'm like, they're going to throw it out and burn it. Like yeah. you will be blacklisted. You know, you do, do not do that. And right. so there is that, it, there's a, there is definitely a way to communicate your product and your idea to a company and present it to them so that they want to speak to you, that they want to understand and want to find out more about this. And so knowing how to do that is going to be an important part. And that's something that our coaches do with our students all the time is teach them, okay, you're going to be approaching companies. How, how are you going to communicate the, this product to them so that they can say, yeah, let's talk about it further. And like, I think Jeremy, one of our students, it was a matter of changing his cell sheet. One didn't do it, but the other one did. And so little things like that can definitely make a difference. So Yeah, I think it's so important to, as new students especially, they want to put a lot of text and copy in their cell sheets. And if you think about when you open a magazine, I don't care what you're looking at, you flip it open, let's say it's a watch, it's, a, it's an ad for a watch. Well, it doesn't say much, but there's a big, beautiful picture of this fancy new watch on it. And that goes, whoa, I want that. I don't care what all the mumbo jumbo on the bottom is. It's that picture right. that's selling me, right? Absolutely. So our cell sheets are the same way. And I think for a newer students, they can't grasp that concept of why, hey, my thing does A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I got to put that all on there. And they'll fight us on it sometimes. So what I would say is, is getting back to um, a key is, is trust the process, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a reason we're saying to do it this way. It's not to just say it, it's because it works and, and it's proven. And we've all done this hundreds of times. Um, so trust the process. There's my advice. Thank you. Trust mm -hmm. the process and never give up. I think those two things that people have to have written down somewhere on a, you know, somewhere on a piece of paper on their wall, on their hands, just write it down somewhere so you can always see that and, and read it and believe it and ingrain it in yourself to know that you need to keep going and moving forward. So, well, I want to thank you, Ryan, for being a guest on our show today. And, um, uh, I had a great time talking to you. I would love to have you on again. This is uh, this experience of starting this podcast and being afraid for my life and I'm not, not really afraid for my life, but just, um, you know, not knowing what the heck I'm doing, but just taking a stab at it and hoping that um, it will be a benefit and a value of individuals out there who are wanting to learn more about licensing and also just about InventRight and our mission and philosophy and who our coaches are and our students and just everyone and anyone out there. So I want to thank you for uh, for being on our, our guest on our show today. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It was fun. I could uh, I could probably ramble on for another 45 minutes. You're probably I think we could. <laughs> We'll set up another, we'll definitely do more of these. Trust me, pod, the podcast will continue. So if you have another 45 minutes and you, and I know I do as well. So, and if we swear, then we'll just have to have some bleeps thrown in there. To, uh, come on. It's, a child show. it's a child show. <laughs> so that's right. Well, or a family I, show. Family it's show. a family show. It's a family show. That's right. Well, I also want to thank everyone out there who is listening. And for those of you who like this show, please go to iTunes to give us a review and uh, tune in next time for another InventRight podcast. <laughs>